Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. As you know, it is also a felt mission and calling, especially in the last few years it has felt that way. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we humbly come before you once again this morning. I acknowledge you. I praise you. You are the creator of all life, the sustainer of life, and the savior of my life. In Psalms we have read and we claim that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The evil one is active, Father. But he is nothing compared to your glory and your strength and your power. Your authority rules. You create. He destroys. In First Peter, you tell us to cast all our anxieties on you. On you, O Lord, because you're the one who cares for us. You warn us to be alert and sober-minded. For the enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for whom he may devour. You tell us to resist him. Stand firm in our faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Make us your strong and courageous children, O God. Hear our prayers, heal our hearts, heal our land, restore the joy that only comes from you. I ask that your hedge of protection be placed around President Donald Trump and his family. I ask that you will continue to expose the lies that we might know the truth and that the truth will set us free in this nation. We know that all liberty comes from you, O God, and you are the truth and the life and the way. Help us, O God, not to fear, but to be bold in you. May the remnant of believers stand in faith and honor you. I give to you CSC Talk Radio. May I be a faithful servant, speaking truth and encouraging others. For these times are scary. But I will not fear, for I am yours. I am yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Fear. I want to talk a little bit about that today. Daniel will be joining us in the second segment. We're going to talk about some things that are going on. But I want to concentrate today on our prayer and our fasting and the fears 
the fears that are placed before us. You shouldn't fear. You know, fear robs you of your joy, and it robs you of your liberty, and it robs you of your freedom, and your and it fear only destroys. It does no good to sit in fear to to worry about things. I'm one of those people who cannot take a scary movie. <laughs> I cannot watch the scary movies. I will not watch them. I tried it when I was little. I had bad dreams and I was horrible to get along with. And my siblings loved to tell the story about when I got to watch King Kong. Now, this was the original King Kong. <laughs> it was horrifying to me. And I hid behind my older sister's back. We were all sitting on the floor in front of the TV. And I jumped behind her and I hid behind her back. And they still laugh at me for that. I'm one of those people that has never seen Jaws, and I I will not see Jaws, and I cannot handle it. Rudy's looking at me in, in disbelief. Remember in your youth, telling scary stories, especially around the campfire late at night, or, or those slumber parties, ladies, that you had, and you'd tell some kind of scary story. Why? Why did we try to scare one another? And why do they today try to keep us in fear? Have you ever wondered about that? Why do others want you to be in fear? Now, we're not talking about the slumber parties and the campfires. That was all in fun. Those examples, they might have been a little bit lame. But think about the political rhetoric and the fears we are being fed in this great year of 2020 that all of us can't wish can't see it gone soon enough. The existential threat of climate change, which we know is a lie, but they've convinced us. They've convinced so many people, and they've convinced our young people that they're afraid to even carry on with their lives. We have the wonderful pandemic, and if you don't wear a mask, you're now said to be a part of the death cult. Well, I was watching Laura Ingram last night, and this is worldwide statistics. This is the science. And she was interviewing uh, Dr. Scott uh, Atlas. Now, if these are your survival rate statistics, should you have COVID-19 or contract COVID-19? From 0 to 19 years old, your survival rate is 99.997%. That's pretty high. Now, the statistics of those that make it, that's, you know, statistics only matter to those who aren't in that situation. We're not trying to downplay the fact that we have lost 200,000 people. But I'm trying to downplay the fears that are putting it, they're putting in our hearts. If you're age 20 to 49, your survival rate is still 99.98%. If you're age 50 to 69, your survival chances are 99.5%. This is a whole lot better than the lottery. Come on, people. (laughs) If you happen to be in that group 70 years and older... Your survival rate is, yeah, it went down a little bit. It is still 94.6%. These are statistics from all over the world. 
This is the science. Schools should be open, sports should be being played, and America should get back to normal. Not the new normal, the old normal. Public health officials are not giving us the correct numbers. They want to keep you in fear. Now, this Dr. Atlas, he does, he's not going to understand why. Did I saw last night two things that really upset me. One was in the country <laughs> of Moscow, Idaho. Idaho. They have had in that, in that region, in that county, 392 COVID-confirmed cases. The deaths they have had are zero. Now, we're not that fortunate in my county. We've had more than that. But yet they're forcing these people to wear masks. And it was a church group that were singing hymns in the parking lot. Many of them were not wearing masks. And they began to arrest one or two of them for not wearing masks, singing hymns in the church parking lot, forcing the, the wearing of masks. They did the same for a lady, if you watched, and I don't remember what state it was in. She was watching her son play football. The bleachers were pretty much open. She looked to be sitting away from everyone else, and nobody was sitting close. They were all far away. There wasn't any doubt they were going to be six feet. They were more like 12 feet or 14 feet apart. She wasn't wearing a mask. They arrested her. She resisted. They tased her. She was white, by the way, and the officer was not. Forcing you to wear a mask, claiming that if you don't wear a mask, you are a part of a, a death cult. A death cult. They want you to live in fear because when you're in fear, you're easier to control. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. The following is not paid for or endorsed by any political candidate, party, or radio station. Ladies, Democrats are counting on your votes, but you cannot count on the Democrats. Socialism pushed by our Democrats is an economic theory proven to fail, characterized by state government ownership of businesses, property, and services. The state is in charge of production and distribution of all goods. Social programs and services cannot be offered to you unless they take your dollars and your choices away. Education will not be free. It will be controlled. No school choice. Health care will not be free or affordable. It will be controlled. Defunding our local police, disarming citizens, letting prisoners go free is the true existential threat to your safety and your family. President Donald Trump is not the enemy of the republic. He is the enemy of the political elites and the Democrat socialists and the globalists. November 3rd, vote against every Democrat from dog catcher to senator. Vote for President Donald Trump. Let's restore our republic and bring America home. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. 
If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Turn to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel with us today again. Daniel, how are you doing today? We're coming into a weekend. Oh, it's a, and thank God for the weekend because we all need a break. <laughs> but I am doing well. And thanks for having me on this wonderful Friday. I'll bet you're like me. You don't really take a break on the weekends. <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> I, I I do try to to take a little a little quietus from, or hiatus or whatever they call it, a little break from the news, but I probably won't this weekend because the president is going to make an announcement, and I'm sure all fury is going <laughs> to break loose. <laughs> but, but, you know, I was talking about in my monologue about fear. Uh, tomorrow is going to be the huge uh, global national prayer um, walk in uh, D.C., and they yes, want us to concentrate on praying for this nation. And so I'm going to concentrate on that a little bit. But I was talking about fears and the fears of the climate change, the fears of the pandemic, the fears of this, the fears of that. They want us to live in fear because we're easier to control. And whether you believe in climate change or you don't believe in climate change, they're going to force it upon us. And I was reading, I shared with you on a text, the governor governor of California, in all his wisdom, is going to ban gas power, the sale of gas-powered vehicles by 2035. Yeah. So what's that going to do for the Chevys and the Fords and the <laughs> Buicks and all of that? Before on your show, I have talked about had the, one of the joys of climate change as an excuse because it really absolves government leaders from having to govern. They don't have to come up with solutions. Governor Newsom for the last couple of years has not had to do anything about forest maintenance in his great state of California because he just blames it on climate change. And so climate change is a wonderful excuse to not do anything. And now climate change is this excuse for banning powered cars. 
Um, I got to tell you, this is wonderful, wonderful news for car dealers on the southern Oregon or western Nevada border because they're just <laughs> going to go gangbusters, right? He's not banning gas-powered card. He's just banning the sale of them. So people yeah. are going to leave and go buy their cars in another state. He gave this press conference. Now, I'm not knocking wealth. I'm not knocking prosperity at all, so please understand that. But he gave this press conference standing in front of an $80,000 electric Audi. Who can afford that? Like, what average person <laughs> has $80,000 and he's saying, well, this is what we need to drive I bet you there's lots of Californians who would love an $80,000 electric Audi, but, you know, most of us are buying $24,000 used pickups, which is what I just bought because I need one for my little farm, and and that's what we I love it. I Even love that it. that is a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we not only got you out of the city, we got you calling yourself a farmer now. I'm going to get you some big overalls <laughs> and a plaid shirt. <laughs> I, you know, your, your listeners may get a kick out of this when I realized that there was no garbage service because I live so remote and you have to bring your own garbage to the dump. I realized I need a car that I can put garbage in. And so I had to get a little pickup truck because I have some sheep, I have some chickens, and I have garbage. And so, but, but I don't have $80,000 to buy an electric vehicle. And also, I can't, I don't know if there are electric pickup trucks because they don't really have the horsepower to haul anything that, that gas that powered vehicles can. So what is he saying to guys and, and, and men and women in California who drive for a living, right? If you're a contractor and you've got your truck loaded say, with yeah, what about heavy the truck tools and equipment. Exactly. What are you doing? It's shameful. It's shameful to yeah. say this is what the future looks like. That is the future if you are a rich person, and not all of America is rich. And I wish we were. Right? I, I hope we are all prosperous one day, but reality is we can't swing a, an $80,000 Audi, an $80,000 Tesla. We buy much less expensive used vehicles and and he's punishing he's getting, regular people you don't think he's getting encouragement from those companies to do that do you oh <laughs> tesla <laughs> is, is thrilled absolutely of course they want to stay in competition very similar to as i have told people multiple times and again on your show when people say ah the coal industry wasn't it was uh, coal was uh, natural gas is just better. That's why people switched from coal. No, government made coal expensive. Barack Obama's EPA punished coal with so much regulation, so much oversight, so many more rules that it became unprofitable for coal to operate. So people said, "Well, heck, we better go somewhere else," and they went to natural gas. Well, that's what he's doing to this industry. And then people are going to say, well, no, the government didn't do The people just bought electric. Well, no, government forced people to buy electric, and it's government picking winners and losers, all for politics. All for politics. You know, and, and of course, the Democrats, they, they decided not to give Americans, and I don't know that I, I really am not <laughs> really into giving all these stimulus uh, dollars away and everything, but they voted not to help the average American. 
and businesses and small businesses. They they walked away from the table once again, not to punish the president, but to punish America. That's what it's all about, isn't it, Daniel? It is. And that's why the punishing the school children is to punish America. Uh, there was a statistic today from the CDC that under 18 years of age, the cure rate is 99.997% if you are under the age of 18. Why are kids locked out of school? To punish America, right? Why are restaurants and bars closed? To punish America. This is, this is an effort to say if you vote for this man, if it's Donald Trump, if you continue to support him, this is how we will treat you. And this is what's happening across the board. And, and, and it's going to get ugly. And that's the sad thing, Beth Ann, and that's where I do worry. I look at what Antifa is doing. I look at what Black Lives Matter is doing, and I look mm-hmm. at that violence, and that's frustrating. But when regular Americans start to feel really attacked by their government, they will get violent, too. I'm not saying I want this to happen, but regular no, no, Americans no. are going, and especially if they start saying we're going to ban your guns and we're going to come after them. Remember Beta O'Rourke? Hell, yeah, I'm going to go door to door and confiscate your guns. That's a call for violence. Uh, now I'm going to confiscate your truck. I bet he doesn't go to any house with a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> And he's not going to do it. now, Daniel. He's, you know, <laughs> he's going to go to those houses he knows doesn't have a gun. <laughs> this is it's, it's, it's a call to increase violence, increase tension. Even, and I know I'm going on a tangent a little, but even all the, the facts about this Brianna Taylor case, all, all mm-hmm. the things that were said about it were all lies. Why? Yeah. Why did CNN insist on lying about the facts of this case? because it was more titillating, because it made for better news, because it divided people, because it got people angry. And that's not what the news is about. Why does everyone and believe the name it's a knock raid? Yeah, they just lie. Yeah, if you're black and, and you look at the facts and, and you make your decisions on that, and, of course, the attorney general, uh, you know, they're just, they're just hanging that man. And yeah. he did nothing wrong. You know, he just doesn't happen to be... A Democrat and black. Yeah. You talk about the bigots and the racists. (laughs) So much of the the left's agenda is just predicated on lies. The climate change lie. The Russia hoax lie. The Michael Flynn lie. The Trump said the the dead Marines at that battlefield are all a bunch of suckers and losers. Lie, right? It's just lie after lie nonstop. And, And the... It gets to the point that people are so angry and frustrated, it's going to get a lot worse um, before it gets better, um, and and that's not good for this country. I, I got a question: Why, again, Mark Zucker, the head of CNN, why does he want his network to perpetuate lies just for for news ratings, for fun, for 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 increased tension? It's very, very sad what's happening to America, and I'm quite worried about its future, to be honest. I really am. I am, too, because I I know that there are some of us that are awake, but I, I'm worried there's not enough of us, and I am very thankful for I know we have a National Day of Prayer, you know, usually every year, but this one they're calling the return, and, and you know that I kind of took a – a step of faith because it's not necessarily something that a conservative talk show host does. 
a year ago, it'll be a year ago tomorrow, that I started opening each show with prayer because I felt convicted to do so. And that doesn't make, I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm better than anybody else. I'm saying God's calling people. He's calling mm-hmm. us and he's bringing us together, Daniel. You and I aren't here together by accident. No. I, I just and don't believe that. It's remarkable that you started it a year ago tomorrow, and tomorrow is this day of prayer, and I'll be praying along with you, Beth Ann, praying for you, praying for CSC, and praying for our country. Uh, amen. Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to do that throughout the rest of the show. We're going to encourage people. I'm going to fast tomorrow as well, and uh, we'll see how we get along with that. I've done it before. I could do it again. And we're going to do whatever we can to bring America home. Thank you, Daniel. God bless you for all that you do. Have a great weekend. And we will be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Going to do something a little different here, and I hope you stay tuned. I hope you're, I hope you're one of the remnant out there that are praying for this nation. And, and you know, I don't expect that tomorrow will be the first time that you've gone into prayer for this country. It's not the first time I've done it, and you know that I do it every morning. But tomorrow, Americans are going to do this together, and. Uh, that makes it even better. We're two or more gathered. I can't go to D.C. One, I can't afford it. Two, I already have a commitment for on Sunday that I can't be away from. And so I'm going to do my fasting. They don't ask, they're not necessarily asking you to fast. That's coming from me. And I don't want you to fast if you don't feel led to do that. But I feel led to do that tomorrow. I'm going to fast because I cannot be there. I'm going to continue my day as usual, except I'm going to break every now and then, and I'm going to pray. The uh, fears that they want to instill upon us, we need to reject them. They're telling us, as Daniel said, you know, that the fires are climate change and And they're even trying to blame the pandemic on climate change instead of China. We see the riots that are threatening America. They're threatening threatening all America. They didn't care about that trial. It's just an excuse to create another diversion or, or threat against you. You see, when you fear, you're easier to control Now, we started this a year ago with my study of Esther, that I was drawn to the prayer because of my studying in Esther and my smart aleck remark (laughs) about Pelosi praying for the president. And God tapped me on the shoulder and he said, you need to be praying for the president. Esther was brought to a time through an ugly situation. She was kidnapped. She was stolen, along with many, many other women, young girls. It's human trafficking. And she was taken. But God was with her all the way. 
You see, God can be with you whether you're in slavery, whether you're free. God can be with you. Even if you've allowed your your sins to take you into the gutter. He's with you. He's with you if you're praying on the mountaintop. He's with you. So, I was looking last evening for prayers that that concentrate on a nation. And I was looking for those scriptures that concentrate on fasting and prayer. We started with Esther. And Esther led her people. She asked them to go into prayer because of the situation there. It was dire. They were going to be destroyed. Now, I'm going to tell you, this isn't about the Democrat Party and the Republican Party any longer. Although that's what, that's the, that's the deck of cards we've been dealt. But right now it's about socialism or freedom. Freedom of your religion. Freedom of your businesses. Freedom to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Freedom to sing in a parking lot or not sing in a parking lot. It's getting dire. They hate Christians. They're they're going after now. No, I was telling Rudy. I said everybody's so sure that that this young woman is the one that uh, Donald Trump is going to pick for the Supreme Court justice seat to replace uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But is she? What if tomorrow it's somebody else? <laughs> They've been interviewing. They interviewed her sister yesterday and all of her little friends that she went to her special Catholic school with. They're very strong people of faith. Now, maybe it's not your faith or your denomination, but it's theirs. And they're not to be judged for that politically. In the book of Esther, the Jews were on the verge of destruction because of the evil conspiracy of Haman. What we're seeing before us is a conspiracy. Haman is socialism. Haman is Marxism. Haman destroys. And he tricked the king, if you'll remember. Haman was filled with wrath against a Jew named Mordecai. Because he did not bow or pay him homage. Esther was the only hope that the Israelites had for survival. Haman sought to destroy all of them. All Jews who were throughout the whole kingdom. So Esther said, go gather all the Jews. Because she was going to have to present her case to the king, and no one went to the king without permission or being called. They could be put to death, even his queen. And it had been a while since he had called for Esther. So she was taking a chance here of their own life. Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, then I perish. 
Well, we know the story. She did go to the king twice. And she did not perish. And the people were spared. And Haman was put to death. As I was looking for these scriptures and these articles, I found, and I don't believe in coincidences, just like I said to Daniel, 15 scriptures, it says. This came from a a website called Embracing Life. 15 scriptures to pray for our nation. This was written by a Jen Sonlin in March last year. You see, God has been calling many people to pray for this nation. He is concerned about this nation. And I was thinking, because it's hard to forgive and it's hard to have a full heart like God does, but when we see these people shooting our police officers, when we see them burning people's businesses down, it's hard to pray for them. But do you see what they are? They're lost people who have no God. They have no joy. They have no happiness. They have only anger in their hearts and bitterness and hate. So let me share this with you. She says, and I remember this was in 2018. My heart lately has been burdened by events and attitudes. I see unfolding around me in the United States. We aren't united. We are divided by political parties and beliefs. People's rights seem to be valued over people's lives. On and on I could go, she says, and it breaks my heart. And I know it does God's too. Jesus prayed before his death for for all of us. I pray that they will all be one. Just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. That's from John seventeen twenty one. Not only did Jesus pray and die for us to be united, but his prayer was that by us being united, other people, those who are not believers, would be drawn toward God. She says, now, I'm not saying things are all bad. I see people truly loving God and others. I see lives changed by the power of God and all other people's love in their lives. It's inspiring and it's encouraging. So take heed in that, I say. I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Pray for our nation. That we can... Rely on God. Only He can bring America home. As a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. 
worldwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high-quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. All that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code BETHANN to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way. 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. Makeup America is a brand new line of makeup made in America. Ladies, did you know that most American beauty brands do not make their cosmetics here in the USA? There is no guarantee of quality and transparency of ingredients, testing on animals, abidance to health and safety regulations, or quality control within the manufacturing environment. The old saying, beauty is only skin deep, refers to what's on the inside of the woman. And as you know, what's inside your beauty products matters to your skin. Makeup America is made in the USA, and they pledge to you that their products are non-GMO, paraben-free, fragrance-free, and never tested on animals. Launch your patriotism with Independence Red, Lady Liberty Blue. There's a variety of nail and lip colors to match. And lip care. MakeupAmerica.us. Use promo code BEST20 to receive 20% discount. MakeupAmerica.us. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow and so does my husband. We sleep better and wake more refreshed, ready to conquer a new day. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, Mike is bringing back the BOGO offer for the MyPillows. That's right. Buy one MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free. Enter promo code BETHANN. Call 1-800-978-6168 for these great radio specials. Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I am encouraging you to visit 
thereturn.org. Thereturn.org. Nobody contacted me from there. Somebody told me that it was going on, and I'm just relaying it to you. Uh, they're going to have something tonight. I can't remember who the speaker is, but they're starting it tonight with music, I think, at 6 p.m. They're going to live stream, so you'll need to go to their website. You can maybe download something on your phone. I'm not sure. TheReturn.com. And then tomorrow, the main speaker, which is the author of, uh, of The Harbinger, will speak from 11 to noon, approximately. They'll have lots of speakers and music, I'm certain, and thousands of people, I pray, will make it to this. But those of us who can't can still join in and pray. She goes on in her article here, Our country is in the middle of a great battle. Now, remember, this was last year. And we know that the best way for us to battle is on our knees. And the best source to turn to is not this news or the social media, but the Word, the very Word of God. She says, we're told in James 5, 6, that the earnest prayer of a righteous man, a righteous person, has great power and produces wonderful results. She says, we may not have the power to meet the president or other authorities of our government, but we can pray for them. You know, it's hard to pray for them. I'm just adding this in there. It's hard for me to get on my knees and pray for Nancy Pelosi, but she is very, very lost. She says, pray that you have other believers, would see, that you and other believers would seek God in humility and that God would bring healing to our nation. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and restore their land. That's the famous Second Chronicles 7.14. Pray that our nation would be able to emerge from its darkness and seek God and be a light to others. Seek. Darkness covers the earth and Excuse me. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises up, and you and his glory upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Isaiah 62-3. She goes on, she says, Pray that you, your family, and your nation would follow God and be blessed. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. Psalms 33:12. Pray for all those in authority, for all of our leaders in government. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. Pray in this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peacefully and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. 1 Timothy 2, 1-5 Pray that God would give vision, give wisdom and knowledge. Praise, it says, Praise be to the name God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are His. He changes times and seasons. 
He disposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. Daniel 2, 20-21 Thank God. You know, it's important that we are a thankful people. That he is at one in all in full authority and in control of our nation. <laughs> that is tough today with seeing what's going on. But it is true. He's still in control. There's nothing that shocks God off his throne. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Romans 13.1 Pray that God's will would be done in our nation. And she quotes the Lord's Prayer, Our Father in Heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's out of Matthew. Pray that our hearts and our nation would pursue righteousness rather than sin. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns my people. Proverbs 14:34. Pray that the fear of the Lord and godly wisdom would drive our actions and our country. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Proverbs 9:10. Pray that each of our words would be loving toward others. A person's words can be life-giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling brook. Proverbs 18.4 That's a refreshing scripture. Many of us fail that one every day. Pray that each of us in our great nation would show love toward one another. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it does. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no records of wrongs. You know, we're pretty bad about that. I was talking about that yesterday in my own life. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails. That's the good old love scripture out of First Corinthians. Pray that our hearts will let go of any anger and bitterness. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Do nothing out of selfish ambition. Or vain conceit, rather in humility. Value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another that in what you say, and that there is no division among you, that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy, Lord. Listen, Lord, forgive. Lord, heal, hear, and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay, because your nation and your people bear your name. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. 
I have those printed if you would like those to follow from now and forever or from now until election. I fear this nation and I fear this not not because I'm afraid. But I see this nation going into more chaos than we're even seeing today. And people will be harmed and hurt and killed. I don't want that. I want us to lift up the name of Jesus. I want us as the remnant of his believers to get on our knees. For that's the only way to bring America home. The political cesspool, known worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program, hits the airwaves to bring you the other side of the news and to report on events which are vital to your welfare but are hushed up or distorted by the mainstream media. However, to continue doing this, we need your support. Go online at www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a safe and secure donation. If you prefer not to make an online donation, you can send us a check or money order to the address on the website. No matter which way you choose, the political cesspool needs your support. Go online to www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a donation today. Are you worried about America? Do you fear the power of the Obama brigades to take away your rights? The Obama presidency is the most radical left-wing administration in American history. Our constitutional liberties are in danger. What can you do? Join the Council of Conservative Citizens. For over 20 years, the CFCC has fought for the rights and ideals of the European American majority. The CFCC has won legal and political battles to protect your heritage and your liberties. The CFCC advocates strong state governments over the power of Washington, D.C. to rule your life. The CFCC believes in an American-first foreign and domestic policy which opposes globalism and one-world government. The CFCC advocates racial integrity as God's natural order. Visit our website today at www.cfcc.org and join fellow European Americans in the fight for our people.